Hello and welcome to Folking Lit. It's good to be here. This is a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book that we've all read. Um, and who is... Well, God, we've got a song. A special song that I myself have written will now be played. Books, books. And that is a great song that I wrote. Um, I'm very did pleased. You, how, did you, how did you write that song, Daniel? I'm intrigued. Um, that is pure vocals. Yeah, but how, how, what program did you use? I used uh, just the voice recording app on my phone. And then how did you... Uh, oh, you just sung those? Yeah, I just sung it all. So it sounded a remarkably like Chin, Chin T's uh, I do music. a very good impression of Chin T. That's like a nail on spot on impression, ain't it? I've never heard of this Chin, but he's he not sounds here, like he has a beautiful voice. No, he doesn't. I, I think he manipulates it using a computer program. Oh. Yeah, he's not here today. Anyway, so who have I got here? We've got you. Uh, my name's Michael Hill back on the podcast, the last minute booking, and ready to get the booking on. Mm. Book time. Ah, good, yeah. excellent, well done. Faking work. Mm. And who are you, my fine little fellow? Hi there, uh, I am Stephen King's brother, Burger. Burger King. Yes, <laughs> I've come here today to talk about books, because I feel like I am uniquely positioned to give you an insight into the writer's process. And why is that? Because Stephen King's my brother. Are you close to Stephen King? To Steve? Is it right if I call him Steve? We haven't spoken in years. How long? How long? How many years? Two. Two years. Two years. Right. What's he been up to? Has he been busy? He wrote a book. Has he? What's the last Stephen King book? Uh, he wrote that sequel to The Shining called Doctor Sleep. In which Danny's grown up now, and he's still got powers. Hmm. Have you got some sort of disability? What's wrong with your voice? Uh, You're standing on my foot. Oh, sorry, I'll take it off then. Oh, that's much better. (laughs) Sorry. You should have been very polite. polite. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little too polite. Well, when you're the brother of such a famous. It's a bit. It's. It is a little bit bruised. I shouldn't have been wearing my ice skates. Yeah, I don't know why you're wearing <laughs> yeah. ice skates indoors, but it makes me just because you're hosting, it doesn't mean you need to wear ice skates. Well, it's faking it on ice this week. I'm not here to question <laughs> the motives of the host. I'm just here for the ride and to give you my unique insight as the brother of a very famous author. Okay. Any relation to the the restaurant franchise, the fast food place of Burger King as well? Or is that just purely name coincidence? No, my name's Burger King, and it's spelt B-E-R-G-A-H. Ah. But okay. I get that all the time. How frequently yeah. would you say you got that? Oh, uh, just today? Oh, I keep getting people coming up to me and saying, I'd like a Whopper with cheese, please. Yeah. And I say, 
I'm not that Burger King. <laughs> how, how do they? Why do they come up to you? Because I'm crown. wearing a crown. <laughs> oh, right, and, and you're shouting, "My name is Burger King!" All the time, <laughs> yeah. all the time. I, I always <laughs> say to everybody, "I'm Stephen King's brother, <laughs> See, the Burger." King, and they have to work uh, out. They have to work out the heads of the kind of mm. smart people or really dumb people. Are you any, I both. Any relation to famous uh, victim of police, police brutality, Rodney King? He is our long lost cousin oh. and also a very good writer. He yes, didn't yeah. know that about Rodney. I feel that Rodney got a bit of a bad rep because all anybody would ever talk to him about was about the time he was beaten by police officers of the Los Angeles Police Department. Yeah. I'm asking him for burgers. <laughs> Can they, they often do that? All the time. Burgers. He'd say, I'm Rodney King, the long lost cousin of Stephen King and Burger King. Can I take your order, please? What, what kind of order? I mean, did he work in a Burger King? Or? No, he he worked in the McDonald's. He was a taxi driver, though, actually. Was he? Yeah. He well, never he told us did. about that. We don't talk to Do each you, other. Are you any relation to Joe King, uh, the guitarist, backing vocalist, songwriter, and co-founder of Denver-based rock band The Fray? What? The Fray? You know The Fray. His no, name's the, Joe the, King, and he yeah. became a rock star? Yeah. Not a comedian? Oh, no. Yeah. Whoa! Anyway, um, so we're here to talk about the Half-Blood Prince. That was abrupt, but I agree. <laughs> I, I do yeah. abrupt. I don't, I don't It's quite sorry. a whopper of a book. No! I gotta have to ask you to <laughs> right? stop now, please, sir. Do you find that offensive? A little bit tiresome. A okay. little bit tiresome sometimes. Well, let's kick off. What's everyone's overriding? I assume we've read the half Blood prince kind of long ago much before yeah. we were asked to for this podcast yeah uh, i did not read it when it first came out when did you read it after i saw the movie all right yes me too the movie jaws the movie jaws yes not me too me so you obviously either. didn't see the movie jaws upon release i saw the movie jaws not upon release but before i read the half blood prince okay and Michael, what would you say is your overriding memory of the Half Blood Prince when you think about it in the context of the rest of the books? Uh, it was the. Uh, it's, it's been a while since I, I read them, but I read it after the movie as well. So I like the movie to do the casting for me, so I don't have to mm, do it in my imagination. Very bad at imagination. Well, I, yeah, it's the reason I like comic books as well. Sometimes they just say, like, oh, this is what the guy looks like. Is that? So mm. I liked with this movie, you had Jim, Jim Broadbent. Yeah, it's uh, so one of the main guys. Oh, he played the the potions, the guy. potions guy. One of my favorite potion guys. Oh uh, uh, yeah, who would your? What would you be a top two potions teachers? I mean, him and him and Snape. <laughs> I think they're they're the only two, aren't they? There's presumably the one that. Uh, who was the potions teacher in the time of Tom Riddle? Anyone know that? It was the same guy, Horace Slughorn. Slug, yeah, it was Slughorn because that's how he met. Uh, that's you, know, how, you know, you know, Tom yes. Riddle is Voldemort, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Voldemort is like speaks to Slughorn. Does he? Yeah, that's like a big part of this book. Oh, it's really? a major part yeah, of the book. book. I would have thought <laughs> the host would have known that. I but... would say the name of the book should basically be <laughs> Harry Potter, <laughs> and it's Professor Slughorn talk to Tom Riddle. So Slughorn, like so Slughorn... it's such a big part of the book. Does so Slughorn? Uh... 
retired and he's come back yeah he's back from he's like get me out for one more job like that was that's where Dumbledore came to him he was happy he was in retirement he comes out of retirement several times he he retires twice throughout the timeline of Harry Potter because they bring him back for one last job but Mm -hmm. then he has to fight in the war and then he retires again it sounds awfully, awfully tiresome. What would be your favourite potion in Harry Potter? Oh. oh the, the polyjuice is quite cool to transform yeah. into other people. That'd be Who would you transform into if you had to take a polyjuice? If you oh. wanted. That's a very good question. I mean, for you, would surely your brother, that's, that's an easy one. You could well, get his no. hair. No, I mean, would you, you transform know, into one of your everybody, brothers? Everybody, everybody assumes that just because... Stephen got all the money and all the women mm-hmm. and all the books that I want to be him. He got all the women. Is there a woman alive who's not slept with Stephen King, do you reckon? Well, I haven't been keeping a list, but uh, according it's to... Presumably a lot of people who are young. Uh, oh, yeah, why would you say that? When does someone become a woman? Ah, true. I even say that I, I can't imagine someone turning 18 and then Stephen King around. flies in. No, he flies I mean, in. How often is he flying around? And just, uh, Stephen doesn't be, like planes. I mean, if, that, if, if that was anything, that's what he'd be known for? It'd be the guy who fucks all 18-year-old <laughs> well, women well, on their birthdays constantly and travels around the world. Like, that's more impressive than writing books because lots no, yeah, of people yeah, write books. He's I a very like, good novelist. I feel that you Did he write uh, this one? Oh, no. No, he, but I feel that, that you're, uh, you're, you're, you're projecting a lot onto Stephen King, despite the fact you don't know him, no. and I do. Yeah, you always So know. that's a bit presumptuous of you, sir. What do, what do you do, bugger? What do I do? Yeah. I, I, I dabble. You dabble in what? I dabble. Does, does, <laughs> what do you dabble uh, in? I dabble in anything. I, da- I dabble in a bit of this, a bit of that. What's that? Well, writing. I write books as well. And what's this? Oh. Uh, I, I have a pop career. <laughs> right, as, oh. as a pop career. What? I sing songs. For whom? Uh, mostly to a limited audience on Bandcamp. Um, oh, right. okay. I, I, I got a little band. We play mostly what's jazz name? standards and uh, some punk rock. And oh, sometimes right. I rap. Some is, punk is rock the, standards. Is your band called Nepotism? No. What's his oh. band? What's your band? That's called? a clever name, though. Yeah. I don't know what you mean. Who? Just what's your band called? My name is called Burger King and the Kings of the Stone Age. <laughs> the Kings of the Stone. And who? Who else is in the band? Josh Hall. <laughs> he does get around a lot. Dave. He's in a lot of bands. It's one Dave of his Gorman. side He's projects. Uh, Josh Hall's in it, and so is Paul Simon. Uh, wow. Not the singer, the guy who owns the furniture store. Right. And Dave Art Garfunkel's, not the singer, the okay. guy who owns the restaurant. He must be very old by now, Art, Art No, no, not the actual actor, the guy who owns the restaurant. Yeah, Art but he Art must Garfunkel. be pretty old. That yeah. restaurant's been no, no, it's the current. We became uh, friends. Guy, we became friends because he thought I was the Burger King and he said, I own a restaurant, we should hang out. I didn't have the heart How to tell him that I'm not. The Burger King. How did he track you down? He tracked me down on the internet. Uh, LinkedIn? Not LinkedIn. I'm not on LinkedIn. Oh, really? Why not? Are you you on LinkedIn? I don't believe in LinkedIn. You don't believe in it? It's an evil corporation. Have you heard about the guy who's in charge of LinkedIn? Yeah, I've met him. I hear he's pretty LinkedIn. I hear he's a murderer. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway. Bad things. 
So who's your favourite new character introduced in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince? I like the Half-Blood Prince. He seems like a fun guy. He's always writing in books, What's the notes rest? and stuff. Mm. And also, he's a bit like me. He's a bit like you. Yeah, he's very Isn't good. Isn't the Half-Blood Prince Voldemort? Aren't you? Are you? No. Have you read the book? <laughs> no, I can't. My goodness. Are you, are you half? Oh, the half blood prince is Snape, isn't he? Well, we all knew that because we read the books. I don't know why this is such yeah. a revelation, but uh, yes, you are correct, sir. Mm. Uh, but I'm a bit like that. So he's half blood, and what's the other half of you? The other half of me. Of him. Of me or the. Or, uh, or you said you are, you feel like you're all. Yeah, but blood not friend. because of the whole half blood thing. Yeah, what's the other He half didn't blood? let me finish. Ah, you gotta let him finish. Yeah. I feel a lot like the half blood prince because I'm good at rapping. Uh, you yeah. wanna drop any raps? That's a beatbox. Is that not rapping? <laughs> no, that's beatboxing. I thought good. that was rapping! <laughs> you're no, good at beatboxing. He's good at beatboxing, though. What? I Have you ever listened to a rap song? Well, evidently not. I thought that was what it was. You just listened to you... instrumentals. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, who's that famous rapper? Uh, uh, Beardy Man. Uh, Jay Dilla, he's one of your favorite rappers. Uh, uh, and, and Razel. Was he a rapper? He's a rapper. And Let me watch me freestyle. Reggie Watts. <laughs> yeah, Reggie Watts. He's one of my favorite rappers. Shadow. Hardest rappers in the game. But what, what? So what is rapping if that's not rapping? Okay. Have you came it's on this talking. podcast more to promote your rap career than uh, to discuss the Half Blood Prince? Yeah, you seem to be. No, I, 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 I. mean, that's okay. We just we need to we need to know. Obviously, we don't want to disappoint you. You've what, traveled a what, long way. What the, yeah, what, where have you what, traveled from? Uh, uh, Maine. I Maine. live in Maine, wow. like yes. all the kings. Main Street. Well, that's not a place, but <laughs> that yes. That is a place. Main Street's a well-known place. Not the way I spell it. Uh, not, uh, not in Maine. You don't, there, is there a Main Street in Maine? Uh, not that I know of. No. There's a lot of streets in Maine. Um, when you... It would seem a bit weird. I mean, though. perhaps you could even... You know the, the, the clothing brand by Marks & Spencer, Maine. Uh, they they could have a shop on Main Street in Maine, and then it'd be like a Maine in a Maine. No idea what you are talking about, oh, sir. So in the, You're in confusing the me. Referendum for the EU to do a vote to remain. <laughs> That's pretty good, but uh, no, I don't know how you would remain. Uh, that doesn't make a lot of sense in retrospect. I retract my statement. That wasn't very good. <laughs> no, bad, I have uh, I visited Maine before. Did you? When did you visit Maine? I, as a child. That's nice. It was all right. It was a nice place. They got waterfalls and stuff. Well done. I, I feel like that was going somewhere. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. I just, just wanted to validate that you it see, was a real place. My insight as the brother of one of the greatest writers of all time means that I'm able to pick up when the story is pointless and not going anywhere. And that, mm. sir, was a story that was not going anywhere. Right now, I mean, I'll be honest, Daniel, I did that poor anecdote to bait him out to see if he actually was like the brother of an excellent writer. And he is. It's, I've never been to Maine. That was just something I made up. <laughs> oh, really? I know that it's got nature and waterfalls. So I, just, I just wanted to test. I wanted to give this guy the burger. Well, I hope I've test, proven Daniel. my worth. That's, that's good enough for me. You see, maybe if I could apply my big brain mm. to this book... 
Things could happen. Well, let's let's get back to the book and let's see. What okay. Happens. So at the end of the book, Dumbledore dies. That's that's one of the biggest parts of the Harry Potter show. Does he death die or does he get killed? Both, I think. Well, is there I a think difference? Is there a difference? I think there is a difference in this when, case. When someone's like... Um, well, cancer... Is that die, being killed? But Being killed by the cancer. Mm, but I feel <laughs> if someone like rang it, you up and said... Let's be honest, guys. He, has... Someone killed him, didn't they? Yeah. Well, he got we killed say, because he drank, say a, a lot? he drank no, a that, whole load of potion. not all about the drinking the potion. Chill out with your potion. <laughs> he drinks you this giant potion. This is the first time. He's talked about this conspiracy before. It's not the potion... He does. The reason Dumbledore dies is because he drinks this gigantic potion for no real reason. It was a gigantic potion. It was so big. It was like the size of a watermelon. And Harry was like, I bet you can't down it all, Dumbledore. And Dumbledore said, I bet I can. He drank it. And he said, I shouldn't have drank it so fast. And then he died. He did a big burp. For me, though, this is one of the most like unrealistic like parts of the movie. Like, they, 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 well, it's a book as well, I guess. Book, book, movie, yeah, movie book. They, they, they had the book first. So, so in the book and the movie, Harry and uh, Dumbledore they go out, they travel to this fucking cave, cave, middle of nowhere, or they're on like a little boat, and it's like a classic. Scenario and yeah, you, like you said, he is it a classic him. scenario? Well, it's a classic, like what is a classic <laughs> scenario? He has to grow up to a, a boat is... and then drink a gigantic <laughs> potion <laughs> on a dare. Again, it's this... such a classic scenario. <laughs> it's, this guy's good. This guy's good. But listen, listen to me out. This is like a kind listen of boys, boy, boys on tour. Boys Stag do. We're on a boat trip. <laughs> this is we're on a boat. Hey, I, I bet you can't have done all this like chug all this but then the problem is Harry when like Dumbledore's doing that he's not offering any encouragement he's not doing like chug chug yeah, chug or making drinking games he's just looking sad like he if it, Harry's he a teenage boy him, teenage boy essentially just out on the piss with the lads that's true with his, you know when, best buddy. when Stephen made me the best man for his marriage to his lovely wife Tabitha he may be the best man, and he said, I put you in charge of the stag do. What are oh, your what ideas? You I said, I've hired a rowboat for just me and you. We're going <laughs> to row out to this cave. <laughs> oh, and don't forget to drink this gigantic potion. I mean, me and he made he unmade me his best man after that. It didn't go down well because he died. Oh, so earlier when I asked what has he been up to, and you said he's been writing a book. In fact, he is dead. Only for a short while. Harry came back. Yeah, it takes more it than like death a, to kill the Stephen King boys. Was it like a hospital thing? They sorry, like, just to clarify. You said it takes more to death to kill the Stephen King boys. Do you <laughs> classify yourself as the Stephen King boy? I, uh, <laughs> Or you're a king boy. Uh, Stephen King boys is what we used to call ourselves. Is it uh, your middle name, Stephen? Do you have any other brothers or sisters? Well, we only got that one cousin, Rodney. Uh, we've got a sister called Carol. She's a recording artist. Uh, but we all refer to ourselves collectively as the Stephen King boys. <laughs> is that because your father is called Stephen King and then you are still Stephen King? Yeah. No, boys. because we all agree amongst sense. ourselves that Stephen was the best one. That's why the Beatles were called the Beatles. When did he start? Because the best one out of them was Beetle Beetles. 
<laughs> Beetle, I, I haven't heard of that one. No, he was the best so, Beetle. At what point did you start calling yourselves the Stephen King boys? When we were two. <laughs> when you were two years old. Yes. Pretty much the first words that came out of my <laughs> mouth were Stephen King boys. <laughs> Was that like you were introducing your brother to an audience? I'm hi- I <laughs> was. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Stephen King, boy. I was his hype man for a while. Oh, it's yeah. true. The flavor, flavor of yes, books. Yes, yeah, do that- you want to do some hyping for this book? For okay, maybe you could do, they combine see. that with your rap career. You'd be okay. Let's so see gonna, what I can do. We're going to bring out the Hotbud Prince in now in about five seconds. But you're going to do some hype man. Okay, for it. let me get classic hype man. The Half-Blood Prince! I don't feel very hyped. No, no, it was good. I mean, I, I still think... You do confuse every form of art with beatboxing. Or uh, was that just... That, that was, was my rap. You said act. I could rap, and I was rapping. Oh, so you were rapping yeah. to hype I was rapping you, to hype him are you? Do you do any other types of art? I paint sometimes. Do you want to do a quick painting? Can you, painting can you show us one of your paintings? Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's See, it's like, 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 it's a pointillist perspective on you, the microphone. Can't really can't see, see it, it wasn't that. actually, just, just for anyone listening. Let me draw you another picture. <laughs> it's a Sonic the Hedgehog's feet, and he's pregnant with Knuckles' baby. Also, oh, wow, you, is that the only bit of beatboxing that you do? Do you do any other any other beats? Can you spin well, any other beats? I've got several. The one that I played you is the classic... Like breakbeat, which is yeah. oh, it's a great one. <laughs> and then we have the classic funky drummer, popularized oh. by James Brown. Okay. And, and then, <laughs> then we got we got the can other we, the Amen break by the Winstons. I love this one. Pa 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 pa. I love that one and this is one that I made up myself I call it the Stephen King break boys (laughs) same as the earlier one (laughs) okay good I pranked you good yeah talking about pranks uh, in the half part prints oh there's a few there's a couple because uh, (laughs) what's your favourite prank of all time well I I just quite like the Weasley brothers Uh, what what, what are their names again Ron no no the older two Fred Fred and and George George. they They called themselves the George Weasley boys (laughs) but George was the best one yeah he was what would you say is the difference? Talking a bit because they've started their they're relatively important in this book, I think. They've started up their joke shop. Yes. Yeah. Um what would you say is the difference between Fred and George? What are the characteristics? Because J.K. Rowling's a very good writer, I think. She's very good at building characters. Uh and she wouldn't make two twins just exactly the same in oh, every no. conceivable way. No, no, what would you say is a Fred characteristic and what's a George characteristic? Well, I mean just the amount of syllables are the same, but they're actual and some of the letters are the same, but they're words that the names yeah. of their names are actually so, different. Number one, they have different names. Different names. That's... I thought it was a very clever decision by JK Rowling to basically say that Fred was the one that had a parrot on his shoulder the entire <laughs> time, so you could always tell them apart. Yeah. If it was Fred, 
he had a parrot on his shoulder. But his personality and the way they acted and the way that he spoke was the same. They were pretty much the same. They, In fact, one of their classic pranks was when Fred gave his parrot to George for a little yeah. while and he pretended for to be George. Uh, yes. And then they swapped. <laughs> they did a switcheroo on their wives. Oh, wow. yeah. Take him out in a rowboat, you know, classic scenario. <laughs> like a gigantic potion. Hey, chug this. Yeah, I loved it. But yes, that's one way you could tell the Weasley, the George Weasley boys apart is that one of them had a parrot on their yeah. shoulder the entire time. But uh, other than that, other than that, they were kind of the same. They were kind of very similar, weren't they? I get that a lot as well. A Do lot you? of people confuse me with my brother Stephen. But you're Chinese. Well, I am Chinese, but then so is Stephen. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Stephen King is also Chinese. Yeah, look, look at that. No, it's it's like ancestrally Chinese. Yeah, yeah no, it's, I've read his book on writing. And Rodney King, your third brother, is black. Also Chinese. Also Chinese. I mean, the video footage was very poor, and it was quite dark that night. Think about it. Have you ever seen Rodney or Stephen or me in the same room together? No, I haven't. Yes, I rest my case. Have you seen the three of you in the same room? Not for the past two years. What happened two years ago? The many you haven't seen. We had well, we had a bit of a falling out after I tried to make him drink a gigantic potion on his wedding night. Well, it was the wedding night this time. I said (laughs) you didn't do it in the stag do, so now you have to drink it on your wedding night. And, And Rodney took. A beating. He took a beating. Yes. Well, that's <laughs> we, we did beating that guy. We said it's kind of in your wheelhouse, Rodney. Uh, was this actually the night, the famous night where he got beaten by police? No, this was the wedding night. A uh, different night. We thought it'd be a little great prank. Infamous as well. Famous night. That sounds like yeah. it's too a little bit good. <laughs> no, infamous. So, Unpleasant infamous. night. It was a horrible. It was. Oh, yeah, it yeah, was a night, terrible thing that happened to the. To famous our seems like your glamour is like top five police beatings <laughs> coming in. It's Rodney King. What That's would be your top five? I, I don't know. Questionable taste. <laughs> like, we shouldn't really have top five. Ideally, <laughs> no. ones where people don't get hurt. That would yeah. be the best. The, the, the best beatings where nobody gets hurt, where maybe someone gets a telling off because they need a telling off. But you so never fine. hear about those beatings when nobody ever gets hurt. Yeah, the, the media always focus on the beatings where people get hurt. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what do you think that is? It's a right. I always think to myself, like, yeah, sure, all these policemen getting a bad rep for the beatings where somebody got hurt. But what about all the beating, the police beatings where nobody got hurt? Mm. You never hear about that. And as a writer, it just makes me go, that's not a very good story. Uh, well, that, again, he's coming in with this. Not you. I think Stephen's rubbed off a lot on you, or maybe he's rubbed off you've, on you. uh, I, you've I, I rubbed used, off a lot on him. I used perhaps. to edit some of his stories when he started out. Which stories of his? Mm-hmm. So edit? I edited the Tommy Knockers, which is Ooh. about the aliens that take yeah. over a little town. Yeah. I edited Carrie. Carrie. In the original story of Carrie, Carrie wasn't a teenage girl. She was a horse. And I said, this scene where the horse has a period in the shower doesn't make a lot of sense. Do horses get periods? Oh, Daniel, come on. Just out of interest, are humans the only animals that get periods? Uh, That's a very good question. We're we're the only ones who have tampons. Yeah. Horses don't have tampons. 
I've never I known know, this. I, I feel like they don't. I feel like the the body doesn't need it. Like, but why are humans so special? What makes us so special? Because we're very different. Like, we're really different to horses. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe we, that's we're very. Like, tr- that's what I, I said to Stephen <laughs> when yeah. I gave my notes to Carrie. But uh, that's a very good question, Daniel. A, a we bonobo. should look that up. A bonobo, maybe. I don't know. Something. Do very, monkeys get? Uh, I don't think monkeys. Like, it wouldn't make things. sense for animals to get periods because it would attract predators. Yeah. And the last thing you want. But then, for the, that the old happen. days of humanity, that wouldn't make sense. Maybe it's something that happened along the evolutionary route for some reason. Yeah. It is the old days of humanity, so now it's like, we don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, all the animals can come. Apex predators, what baby. What are they going to do? Yeah, so anyway. Away, ladies. Speaking like, of blood. Half-blood mm, prince. Exactly. So this is the first book in which Harry and Ginny Weasley get together. Oh. They share their first kiss mm-hmm. uh, off the hidden book. Or, um, what did you think of that moment? Do you think they're meant to be together, Harry they and They never Ginny? convinced me as a couple. They never oh, did. They never did. What, what it felt they... so forced. What, in terms of the kiss, or? The whole relationship. It's like, I never got any inkling that there was any chemistry between no, these two I... underage children. I agree. Yeah, what Completely. would you describe as chemistry between children? I mean, I think, you know, J.K. Rowling is... Jacobs. Jake, as that's what you call her. I mean, whatever. Roly. Roly Poly. She she just came out after and said she made a mistake when writing it. It should never have been Hermione and Ron getting together. It should have been Harry and Hermione getting together. That's why the whole uh, Harry and Ginny doesn't really work. She really that she doesn't make it. sense to she me does. either. Who it you? should have been Ginny and Ron. Yeah. At the end. <laughs> that would have been like big twist. Hello. It's very in these days for that sort of thing as well. Comics the searches on the It's it's that Weasley's it would have been it would have been uh Ginny and Ron uh and Draco and Draco and uh Hermione and uh, uh Cho and Joe Pe- Pesci <laughs> the Chinese Joe Pesci. He's a wise guy. He's terrible. Nobody likes him. Uh, and Dumbledore. He's and dead, though. It doesn't stop me, baby. Not at the start of the movie, either. No. Who would you who'd you see Harry with out of all of the... Let's, let's take it seriously for a second. Those, those are some great jokes. Um, <laughs> but, but, I was, it was taking serious. it seriously. I resent the, the implication. Out of all of the eligible women at Hogwarts, if he's around his age, who do you see Harry with? McGonagall, Professor McGonagall. She's around his age. She takes a polyjuice potion, becomes a teenager. Yeah. And let me tell you, she's really hot. She's so hot as a teenager. Of all of the professors uh, at Hogwarts, who do you think would be the hottest as a teenager? I think it would be Snape. Snape would be the hottest. So hot. You can only get half an erection, though. Yeah, what, you can only what? get like a floppy one because <laughs> only half the blood goes to his semi, penis. Yeah, semi, yeah, the rest yeah. of his is just um, diesel. Yeah, just a semi on. That's nice. Wow. I think he'd be a hot guy, though. I think he's ripped. He's like the Kylo Ren of the Harry Potter world. He's always yeah. sitting there so wide. How does he get with through his doors? shirt off? Oh, he's so wide as well. Yeah, he just nuzzles into an alcove and just flexes. And I Breaks just put my hands up there and play 
I start rapping on his pecs. Because he gets a good sound out of those yeah, pecs. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's that's who I think would be the hardest out of the not, Harry Potter Hogwarts. People. I wouldn't go hottest, but I think if I had to, uh, if I had to spend the night with one of them, I might go Hagrid because he's because he's massive, and I I, I wouldn't sleep with him. Even to bears, then. But no, Hagrid but is the ultimate but, bear. But he's like no, but he's I, I as a tall man myself, I've never been like no one's never been, never been picked up, or I've always been like if you were a gay I've man. always been like the big spoon essentially. Yeah. When you're the small spoon, you're the big spoon. But if I was spooning with Hagrid, and I wouldn't do anything with him. Yeah, yeah actually, I mean, you're, you're, both, nice... you're both really big men, if I may say so myself. Yeah. So it would be kind of weirdly disempowering to meet a man who was bigger than yourself and a bit of a weird experience yeah it'd be interesting it'd be like me meeting somebody more creepy than I am so if Hagrid is the ultimate bear in Hogwarts who would you say is the ultimate twink no that's a great question well it'd be Professor Flitwick wouldn't it who's that small boy who follows Harry around in the second Mm. book oh that's a bit of his fan yeah. yeah Ultimate Twink Why? You said Twink That's what they are Who is that little boy? His name Takes the photos. Oh no I tell a lie It'd be Anthony Goldstein Yeah Ultimate Rock and Twink Ultimate Ultimate Twink Another bit of the book That I'd like to talk about Is the Lady Luck potion Do you guys remember oh, this? Oh Lady that... Luck Oh We all know Was about Lady this, Luck this is what I would have termed using my big book brain as a deus ex machina. It's like a convenient sudden... No, I'm sorry, that's the wrong term. It's a plot convenience. It is. It's a potion that makes him very lucky. Yes. Um, He has a bit of it. He feels very lucky. It's basically empty May, isn't it? No, I... Because he feels like he can do anything. Interesting interpretation. Why? Do you think there'd be wizard drugs? Because if I was in a wizard world, I'd be drinking that Lady Luck potion 24 sevs. Does he actually describe it as being, giving him, imbuing him with a sense of euphoria? Yeah, generally. A general sense of euphoria and ability to believe that he can and do anything. And chewing his face off? Ooh, it doesn't specify, but he might do it. Just gurning away at a funeral. <laughs> gurning away at a funeral. He doesn't go to a funeral. He does go to a funeral. That's that's a, that'd be a great emo lyric, wouldn't it? Being, I took MDMA at a funeral. <laughs> I don't know why I did it as a, as a show tune man. Is oh, that an okay. emo rap song? Hello, I took MDMA at a funeral. No one believes in me. very catchy. He does go to a funeral and he takes the uh, Lady Luck potion. It's Agrigog the Spider's funeral. Oh yes, of course, I remember. I, 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 uh, I, I, I always think that Harry is given all these special powers that he never is able he, to really use for the fullest possibilities. Yeah. He's got luck. He's got time travel. He's got. Well, they stop it, using time travel. Yeah, it's stupid. It's they go, stupid. let's never use this it's again. Let's never do it again. And he's got. The, the the Lady Luck potion and the invisibility cloak. That's just... Wow. What would you do if you had all those powers? I don't know. I don't know what I wouldn't do. I think... If I was invisible and very lucky, I would... I would walk through uh, the backstage of Gilbert and Sullivan's 
maiden performance. That's... <laughs> and I'd stand in the middle of the stage when they were doing their directing. That's so elaborate, yet boring. <laughs> yeah, it is, I, isn't it? That, what would you do, though? It's um, difficult, though. All those possibilities. I mean, do people really take her to task about the time travel? No. Like not using it in the rest of the book. Maybe it's a different book, but yeah. They actually address it in the play, The Cursed Child. And what do they say in that? It's dumb. It's <laughs> kind of like the that movie with Ashton Kutcher. Sliding Doors. No. That 70s show. The Butterfly Effect. Oh. Where every time he tries to change the past, he makes things worse. Mm. And that's what the curse is What do you think when they, when they... Yes, it is. That he tried to change Ashton the past. Ashton Kutcher changing the, the future. Well, the past and therefore affecting the present. That's how it works. Mm. But that's... Not what I would do. I would try to prevent 9-11 from happening. Well, how would you do that? Well, what I'd do is that I'd go back in time to 9-10. Yeah. And I'd use my invisibility cloak and the luck potion to find Osama Bin Laden. Yeah, he would be out of the plan at that point, though, wouldn't he? No, because like he, I'd get him on the phone and I'd say, you stop what you're doing. Call those planes back. And then would you play a song to him down the telephone? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd, uh, I, I'd, also, enough, I'd say, shut down that idea for a bit. <laughs> I, I totally did. I totally did because it. I don't like to make light of this situation. No, I, I don't either. Wh- what, why would that be a time for singing? Well, do you think 9-11 happened in the Wizarding World? Because the Wizarding, the Harry Potter books start about 94, don't they? 1994. Yes, that's right. You're so right. by the time of this book, this is the seventh book, so seven year, this 9-11 would happen at the start of this book. And nobody ever mentions <laughs> no it. No one ever seems to mention it. Nobody mentions the fact that the two end towers aren't there <laughs> anymore. Do you think the wizards should have done something about 9-11? Well, then also it brings up the claim that after... 9-11 and any other terrorist attacks like security was bumped up massively yeah. everywhere around the world so being a wizard would be a lot more difficult these days with some CCTV it'd be like around. anything to declare and they'd say yes I've got this suitcase which has a whole menagerie of beasts in it uh, but it's I'm not a terrorist that was right. a reference to Fantastic Beasts and where, where to find them where, find yeah. where do you find them? Apparently running around the streets of New York yeah, or in him. his briefcase. Yeah. Does he carry all the beasts of the world in that briefcase? No, there are some wild beasts he catches and puts them in the briefcase. Why is there any magical beasts? What's so wrong with just like an oxen? They're, they're boring. boring. They're, good, they're good though. They're boring. Have you ever seen like a pedigree. flying squirrel? They fly around. Why would anybody in the wizarding world be interested yeah. in seeing that though? Also, oh, they have no magical powers. Some of these beasts are real. Also, oh, is, is that your idea of a zoo? Come see my cow. Yeah, that's well, a petting oxen. zoo. Come to my zoo. I've got a cow. Did you know oxens? I always thought oxens were a separate species. They are. Fucking obsessed with oxens. They are just no, castrated no, no, bulls. <laughs> he sucks. Your zoo sucks. And you should yeah. feel bad. Yeah, They're castrated bulls. They're not a separate species. <laughs> So boring, oh, wow. so boring. I know a good story when I hear it. That it wasn't was a really boring a story. story. <laughs> it's more of a fact. I agree. Wasn't a story. Do you Why? not like non-fiction books? Why do they castrate To make them bigger and stronger. I don't know. Well, so it, it turns it turns a, a bull into an oxen. No, they used them to pull carts. 
Maybe it makes them less aggressive, mm-hmm. more docile. Okay. I don't know, like a dog. That doesn't yeah. seem to make much sense to me, but I'm not an oxen expert because they're boring. <laughs> they're very boring. Oh, that's um, but yeah, the, your, your zoo is terrible. Let's get back to the book. Yeah, I think we've almost talked about everything there is in this book. Wait um, a minute. Yeah. What haven't we talked about? We haven't talked about Snape's secret mission. Yeah, what is Snape's secret mission? What do you think about that? I don't know. what. It, 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 at this point in the book, when I was reading it, I kind of knew what was going to happen, but I remember thinking to myself, should I trust Snape? Does Dumbledore have a plan? It does seem to me that his plan to row a boat to a cave and drink a gigantic potion didn't seem to solve much, especially since we get the reveal of the Horcruxes. Why why did Voldemort's big volts keep his Horcrux in this cave? If you didn't want people to find it, why don't you just put it in a cement block and put it at the bottom of the ocean? Not magical enough, I yeah. guess. It's kind of not very magical, or putting like something put in a, a concrete block. Is, did he even ever put it there, Voldemort? Yeah, he did. But He cast a, cast a spell on the potion. Yeah, but then that's not the real Vorkos. Oh, is it He's not the real right. Oh, are you? Oh, Daniel, you haven't yeah, read the book. It's true. It's, it's pretty obviously fake. Basically, it's, it's a massive prank. It's, it's like, it drink all this shitty water, <laughs> and then we'll give you a prize. And then you're like, and there's no prize. Uh, Dumbledore then, was like, why did they make it so gigantic? Yeah. And then oh, Snape oh, kills him at the end. Yeah. Uh, which is oh, a prank like, in of itself. He got yeah. cut so bad. Yeah, he so had to drink nothing. shit water and then die. You know Dumbledore's gay? Do you think he's sexually active? He's what? He's sexually active for other books. Well, well yeah. I, this just doesn't make sense. But it never says anything. Any of the, like, if, you, if you're a teacher at Hogwarts, it's... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa hold on a second. Having, what? How, what do you mean Dumbledore's gay? He's just, he's a gay he's man. Gay. Where does it say in the book that he's gay? It's in the subtext, you've got to read below. Where does it say in the subtext that he's gay? He, he says la da quite a lot. Does he? Yeah. I don't remember, did gay people say <laughs> la-di-da? <laughs> Annie Hall says la da yeah, Is she gay? <laughs> yeah, she is. I reckon Annie Hall and Woody Allen's Annie Hall is get slightly gay. I She's not very interested in sex with Is men. there a different Annie Hall to Woody Allen's Annie Hall? <laughs> probably, there's probably a genuine woman called Annie Hall. Annie Hall. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're talking about the Annie Hall, <laughs> not my neighbour, Annie so Hall. So not a popular, famous Annie Hall, just a, an unspecified Annie Hall which you have a My neighbour. My neighbour, Annie also Annie says Lardy yeah. Dart likes the famous Annie Hall. And dresses up in a suit in an androgynous manner. But no... I don't understand how Dumbledore is gay. No, they is. never say he's gay yeah, but, in the book. Yeah, but if you were a teacher at a school, it wouldn't you wouldn't constantly bring up your sexuality, would you? I mean, I wouldn't make a big deal out of it, if but I, I wouldn't necessarily. I mean, there's, there's, no, there's no point where Dumbledore and Harry are discussing banging chicks, and Dumbledore <laughs> has to be like, "Actually, I'm not into that." Sorry, <laughs> it just it would. There's no natural say. It would have to. It'd have to. Shove it in. No, but the, you can have. But kids talk all the time, and kids always make so so those mm. sort of comments to each other. Did you know that our headmaster is gay? Yeah, and they, they would, would say that's that not true. No, it's true. And then you'd say, Professor McGonagall is Dumbledore gay? And Professor McGonagall would say. It's none of your business, children. And if he was, so what? 
What do you reckon Dumbledore is? Do you reckon Dumbledore's a twink or a bear or an otter? Or what's an otter? What's an otter? An otter's a hairy twink. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think, I think he would be a ferret. Yeah, like a badger, maybe because he's old. And oh yeah, yeah, no, he's got a it's bit a, of gray. He's a polar bear. Oh, that's so a good. Daddy, I don't I'm going to use that one. Anyway, I think we're kind of reaching the end of our discussion about what Harry a- Potter and the Half Brother Prince. Should we? Start I don't off? know if we've actually discussed it that much. I think we discussed it a fair amount. So when him being gay, that's what she's came. She she came out and said that. Yeah. After yeah, because I've always heard that there isn't the context for it. No, it doesn't have to be. But then again, there doesn't have to be. It's not like I don't think anyone's banging at Hogwarts. No, none of the other teachers are. Did you know that Dumbledore's gay because the Sorting Hat told him yeah. that's what house that's the he was house. in? Gay, <laughs> gay, gay house. <laughs> well, who was the founder of that house? I wonder. John Barrowman. John Barrowman was the founder of Gay House? Yeah. Wow. I feel like I'm learning so much from you, Dan. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's kind of sum up our thoughts. Can you imagine house, being yeah. in the sorting room and the sorting hat just gets put in your head in front of all the kids and the sorting hat goes, Gay, yeah. in front of all the kids? It would be embarrassing. No, well, it would be now. an honor. It would be an yeah, honor, yeah. Hopefully hopefully now, Not so much if you were the only person in that <laughs> in house, though, house. yeah. If there were only two of you in Gay House. That would house, be the worst. <laughs> that would be worse if there were two of you in Gay House and you didn't fancy each other. Everyone, there'd be a big expectation on you to have sex with that person. Wow, yeah. I never thought about that. Anyway, I think we should sum up our sum thoughts. Up. Uh, Michael, what, what would you, how would you say, what would you say about this book? Well, do you think I, it was good? Do you think it was bad? As a Harry Potter book, within the context uh, within of the, the context of Harry Potter, I think it's okay, but it's a bit of a filler book. It's kind of mm. get, get, it's uh, getting get, us to where we need to, to go. End. Yeah, it covers some like this happened, this happened, this happened, and sets up for, like a good final uh, two books at the end. Yeah, but definitely how it's part one and part two. There was a, it was just one book. No, it's two books. It's one the book. Movie is two movies. Isn't it? No, no, they split the movie into two to make more money. Yeah, because uh, when I why didn't they split them all into two? Oh, because it would have taken forever. <laughs> they would have made so much money. Uh, they would have made a lot of money, but I would think have. all the actors would have got too old to do the yeah, movies. Harry would still be in school and he'd be 55. No, I mean, it'd be about so the age of He'd be 55. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe is actually 44. Right, can I- That's a Hollywood tip that nobody else will tell you, but really? I know because I'm Stephen King's brother. Uh, tell you, what would you do you think about the book Stephen King's brother slash Burger King I, I love this book I love the Half-Blood Prince it's That's such good. a dark book it and is I dark. love dark stuff oh it's so dark the first time I saw Dumbledore get killed by Snape oh it was a shock to the system I didn't know she was gonna go there and it made me think anybody can die now. Yeah. Did you before that? Did you not realize that anyone could die? I thought they were all immortal because really? it was a children's book. Uh-huh. That bit where but the previous Black, ones of them had died. I thought they were sleeping. Cedric, Cedric Diggory, he died. Sleeping. Sleeping. Just having a nap. Yeah. Kind of saying, he's going to wake up any moment now. Dug his own grave. Yeah. yeah. Diggory. <laughs> anyway, I, I kind of agree. I agree with Michael. I think more. I think this is the best one of the Harry Potter books. I think it's all right. I would say it's a six out of ten. 
remember was quite big. What do you think quite about big. the reveal that Snape turns out to be the Half Blood Prince? Though There's I kind of expected it. Why did you expect it? Because it's just—I mean, the Half Blood Prince is going to be a character that you already know about, and they're going to be really good at potions. That's a good And point. Snape's the only one that we already know about who's really good at potions. So it's just I mean, they did introduce a new character in the form Je- of Jeffrey Horace potions. Slughorn. Jeffrey, and, and Jeffrey <laughs> Potions, who ironically I mean, wasn't very good at potions. So, let's... Let's let's do some notes. This book. Yeah. What would have you changed? I don't think any book is perfect. So let's see what notes we would have. I like this song a lot. I wish it was five times as long. I wish it was five times as short. Then you said. What does that mean? It's only five times short. No, no, the five times as short doesn't mean that. Yeah, you're right. But how would you think about your good notes without the time of the song? So, no book is perfect. Michael, what would you have done to change this book to make it slightly better? Mm. Uh, I could have made it a little bit shorter. I felt yeah. that this is... What would have you cut? This is a lot of the pages out of it. I mean, I feel <laughs> like you could do that. These these were part of the... Uh, when I'm only just realising that the half, that the final one is, is a one-part book, I bought yeah. it two separate books. Oh, we're all laughing and learning. Yeah, so that's that's not him. I just feel like I'm getting ripped off by my uh, local bookshop. Uh, so I bought I bought those. The, you know, the the Lord of the Rings. They were free books. Yeah, yeah, and that's free movies. But then the Hobbit. I also book as free books. So when you bought that, you bought you bought three copies of the books, and you read all of them, and you were like, no, this no, is just he, the same. No, you just they're very small. And he was like, there's like three short stories. Ah, uh, uh, and I'm just really. I mean, it's open. It's hard to think of notes when you just realise you've been conned for quite a well, while. The last Twilight book, like the, the, again, two parts. Every time there's two parts of the movie, he knows I always read the books after the movies. So. Who's he? The guy at your bookshop? Yeah. Do you think he's behind bookshop. the Hollywood stores? No, no, he's, he's, he's not connected. I, I, I have a question for you. Uh, it seems to me that your notes for the book don't really deal with the story that much. No, it didn't deal. It was about no, It's all it, about how you would go about buying a book from a bookstore. Okay, well... What would be your note, then? I don't think Michael's finished, but... Uh, no, his note's finished. If, if, honestly, my note, I was just saying the book could have been a bit shorter. Yeah, I think that's a fine note. That's a fine note. Uh, take note, out a little bit of it. Come on, Burger. Make, make Ginny and uh, Harry a bit more believable. That's my yeah. biggest just note, is the relationship oh. romance stuff. I agree well, with well, you. Thank you for agreeing. I, I, I think, that, like, I'm not a big Ginny and Harry, or as I like to call them... Jerry. No, Janari. Yes. I'm not a Hini. big Hinny. No, these are all stupid. Uh, I I don't believe in that. I I think Harry should have gotten together with Ron. Uh-huh. I would have loved to see them. Han. 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 I I think there should have been an extended scene in which Harry and Ron touch tips. If they're ones. And yes. They're ones too, oh. and, and and that would I 
I would have seen that love blossom into something beautiful because let's face it, that's the true romance of the Harry Potter series. That's great. It's about the brothers, like mm. me and my brother. Stephen King. Stephen King. And I'm not saying that we touched tips. Well, we haven't for some time, but... After, Did that happen after... After he drank the gigantic potion? He touched his dick. Oh, when he, dr- he drank that gigantic potion, I got Rahimno down there. Is a giant tub of Rahimno. It was not Rahimno. I resent the implication. But I went down there like a true brother. And we you touched went down tips. There. I touched it, okay. In the cave. Uh-huh. In the cave we wrote to. Well, on that bombshell, I wow. think we can kind of bring this episode to an end. I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Th- you, you say that's like a true brother. I have two brothers and we've never done that. You've never you've touched, never touched tips. Yeah, I've never touched my brother's dick. You've never done the London. You've never done the Tower Bridge. Uh, very no. small tower bridge. Yeah, big big towers, small yeah. bridge. Yeah. Very big. I mean, so and the then you gotta you gotta have you gotta have the, you gotta bridge. have the woman passing through as you lift the tips and she passes through like a boat and then you lower your tips again. Is that what you think it is? That's the tower bridge. How do you do the lowering? through state of arousal like this. Wow, you become you very aroused if it goes up and then become less aroused if it goes back. And down. you got she has to go. She's passing through the tips. That's a good uh, And analogy. then she goes away, and you get back to touching <laughs> the tips. Okay. It's a good analogy, though. If there's a very, very tall man with a really small penis, you could just say, oh, yeah, he's all tower, no bridge. That's great. Right. But the thing is, then. I can't think of a single situation <laughs> where that will ever be applicable oh, in my this life. This all tower and no, uh, no bridge. <laughs> Would, would they understand what you were talking about without you having to explain <laughs> well, what I feel you like were referring if, if to? They were, if they were twins, perhaps. Yeah. Well, these guys, well, those guys, they're all... Because you're saying that twins are like right, true brothers. Right, perhaps. but would you also have to then say, what I'm trying to say is that <laughs> the bridge is his penis and he's a tall guy like a tower. Look, because it's about no. the sexual position I invented called the Tower Bridge, where the tips touch and the woman has to put her head in between and then you lift the tips and she passes through like Tower Bridge. Anyway, thus the phrase, he's old Tower, no bridge. And then they'd say, that had a lot of backstory. I I feel though, uh, like uh, a burger this is you you explained the tower bridge to us like it was a very common thing <laughs> so I figured people just knew and yeah, Dan yeah. related to it tower bridging as being like that's a oh everyone tower bridges yeah, you like a true brother tower bridges I would have assumed the and, fact that I had to explain it in, in detail your, would have tipped you off that it's not a common thing you have a tower no. bridge to it's maybe just not common maybe I'm a prude and I just don't know about these maybe things maybe you are hey maybe I so could show you that's why I thought that's a good saying but I, now it just turns out then you tried to in your run you said that I created a tower bridge that's not. I did. I've never even seen one. I mean, I could show you. We could do it right now if you want. No, I mean, I don't. On, on that note, has anyone that. got anything to plug apart from anuses? No, that's that's not. I that. don't know. That's so. That's so weirdly homophobic, <laughs> yeah. Daniel. I'd like to plug one thing though. What? I'd like to plug. It by Stephen King. Oh, that's great book. Uh, it's a great movie as well. Stephen was so happy with the way it turned yeah. out in the first half. Um, and we're all very excited about It Part 2 coming out next year. I'm going to be on it. You're going to be on it? I am on the movie. I secured You're the part. The movie. I'm on it. the movie. On the screen. I'm literally on the movie. You're on the cover. They deliver the film canisters to the cinema and I'm sitting on top of it Everyone. saying... 
Do you want to touch tips with me? Do you why? know what a tower bridge is? And why? Th- why? Because I, it was the best way of promoting the movie. <laughs> All right. Not many people knew about it, so they thought, they said, Burger, we need you to get the word out. We need you to sit in this film canister and invite people to touch tips with you. Okay. How often do you do the sitting on a film? Have you ever sat on a crate of books? I've never been on a book. I could be branching out. Let me try it out now. (gasps) Want to touch tips with me? It's quite a compelling argument. I mean, did you feel like reading this book? I'd probably buy the book after that. What book was I sitting on? Oh no, it was Mind Camp. No, no, I didn't. Why was that here? (laughs) I don't know. Shin's got some weird things in his house. Michael, have you got anything to plug? Uh, just the phrase, uh, he's all, he's all tower and no bridge. (laughs) I like that. Make sure you explain it in full detail, (laughs) otherwise they won't understand. Just rewind the podcast. Yeah, I mean, you explained it and, uh, if you didn't know anyway well thanks for tuning in to the podcast oh it was a pleasure Uh, if you want to email us email us at faking.lit at gmail.com I think that's the email I don't think it is (laughs) I think it is wait let me look it up on my computer access files computer show me faking lit podcast email no computer not that one computer Computer! Oh, sorry, I gotta type it out. Oh, because he emailed the show to get in contact. Yeah, you yeah. can have the email address for sure. Email. Just go, just go on your sent sent files. It is fakinglitpodcast at gmail.com. Why couldn't we just. Thank you, computer! Sort of did some looking up there. Anyway, um, good, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Oh, what fun! <laughs>